the law, people. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Big show today. Of course, um, if you haven't been hanging out with us yet this week, you might know we're giving away a little something, something. Uh, pink tickets. Uh, I mean, Janet, Madonna, pink. Who likes us around here? I love it. I love it. So that we're going to play finish the line. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, it took three people. Um, we'll see what happens today later in our show. We've got some St. Paul Winter Carnival talk. We have some The Last Waltz talk. And if you don't know what that is, we'll tell you. But let's start out talking about the MyTaki yes, Awards. Yes, the MyTaki Awards. One more day till tomorrow night. 11.59. Now, I'm just going to put this out tomorrow there. Night, tomorrow night, Thursday night. Okay. So before the stroke of midnight, if we have... Made you laugh, made you smile, kept you company, and you're like, oh, other people will vote. We are appealing to you for your vote. We're asking. You for never you to beg, vote. Lori. This We're is, asking I'm for gonna, a vote <laughs> if you've never voted. Because my mom said to me, you know, she's like, well, I voted. Yes, yeah, same. And I'm I, like, Mom, I want you to vote like once a day. I didn't know. I, I guess when this all started, I didn't know you could vote more than once. Oh, yeah. You can ball, uh, just go to different. You know, just vote. You can vote every day. That's right. Okay. But if you haven't voted at all, like I had breakfast this morning with my friend, and she goes, No, I haven't voted on those things. I said, Well, would you vote? Go to my And just talk. check all the Lori Julia and vote for oh, Barbie God. the movie because we don't have a pick in that category. She's like, What did you girls do? I said, We started drama and tried what to pick, we picked do? a You're made so up funny. movie, the Travis Taylor romance. The TNT rom-com, and we were scolded by the Academy. So we started off with a bang, like a real housewife bang. Mm-hmm. Drama. They got to do a funny promotion. All that the shows so had funny. fun with it. And then yes. we've had real drama with the Academy Awards. Yes, we, drama. Yes, so, we uh, have. The My Talkie drama has been coincided. To the side. I know. Look at Laurie. So, so anyway. You can the go. My Talk Awards yes, Academy, here we go. affectionately known as the Academy, <laughs> has received several complaints regarding the lack of adherence to the categories stipulated by the Academy for the MyTalk Awards. Specifically, Team Lori and Julia in the category Best Movie of the Year for 2023 chose something Lori called TNT or Taylor and Travis, a romance story or something about a relationship. That is not a movie. It's not even a show. It's a news story about a singer and a football player. <laughs> Team Lori and Julia failed to abide by the category last year when they chose Johnny Depp and Amber Heard as reality show of the year. Genius. Again, this was not a show. It was a civil trial in a courtroom. <laughs> they were not penalized. This year, the penalty, as this is actually the second violation of category <laughs> integrity, you lose your nomination, Lori and Julia, mm-hmm. in the movie of the year category. And- I know it. I feel like this is a new, um, that could be a, a guest on our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deep Throat. Yeah, I mean, that's throat. such a Deep great voice. The serious person. Thank you, Jean. Uh, Blues Fest Jean just voted because we make her laugh all the time and she hadn't voted once. Thank you, Jean. So see, some of this little admonishment could just help. You know, tip us over the edge with all of our excellent picks. Oh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Ryan Gosling's one of our picks. I'm just Ken, Margot Robbie. We could give justice to Margot Robbie. There you go. I love it, Lori. You You know, the same argument every day. 
I well, love not. it. It's, it's all a good. Fresh, it's a fresh one. I have it's to, a fresh one. I have to tell you about a little uh, argument. Not an argument, a discussion. So shout out to Andy. Uh, ran into him at, I can't remember the name of this, um, Darling restaurant on the corner of uh, Hamlin and I'll say Thomas. But it's right. Okay. Just north of University on Hamlin, this little breakfast. Kind of by nook. Hamlin University over there. Not quite all the way over okay. there, but they make an amazing um, egg sandwich on a toasted sourdough oh. grill that's just oh. gooey, delicious with aioli <laughs> and lettuce and yeah. bacon. So Andy comes over and introduces himself. He's like, I've listened to you and Julia forever. I come out and wave at you guys at the fair. I've never seen, and you know, I just wanted to say hi and. I introduced him. I was having breakfast with our friend, Kathy Jenkins, who used to yes. write for restaurant reviews for the Pioneer Press, and introduced, and somehow we got to talking about books. And uh, Kathy said, well, I don't read anymore. I just listen to books. Oh. And both Andy and I looked at her, and we said, well, you're not reading, you're listening mm-hmm. to books. And she goes, yeah, but I, I listen, you know, even if I just drive a couple of blocks. And I'm like, so you're reading a page and a half. Mm-hmm. This isn't satisfying reading oh, or look listening. At, look at, so you're scolding her how oh, yeah. she's absorbing books. Well, how she's, this, is, this is so classic. And he you. started, you're doing he's, it the wrong way. No, he scolded her. He oh, goes, there's God. so much good radio. Why would you just listen oh. to such a tiny amount of a book? Like a page Actually, and a half. I have to agree. It's too much work to get it going to for that short of time. For that short of time, mm-hmm. because you're missing all the good radio on my talk. So oh, he was kind of helping wow, me. Wow, what a fan for us! Yeah. Wait up, Andy, you're in our fan club. Because Kathy hasn't listened to us since she like quit being on. Probably, yeah, probably since she quit. Kathy, being Kathy, you are so publicly scolded right yeah. now. But anyway, we were laughing. She goes, "Yeah, you're right. I'm always backing up in my books because." You know, it's like if you're kind of tired and you're reading in bed and you can only read a page in the yes. half. You always have to go back and read. You can't remember what you read. I know. And right. I, we decided it must be the same way when you're just driving for five minutes and turning off your book and then running into a store. And then, tur- you know what I mean? Yes. So anyway, we were, we were laughing about that. But um, shout out to Kristen Hanna. She's going to be on our show in a week for the women. And that book is just the, the buzziest book, I think, of the year that's coming I know. Out. We, um, I Good know. Good job, Julia. No, that one's a biggie. Okay, so I was, um, you know, the numbers came out that, and you told us this yesterday about how many people watch that Kansas City Buffalo Bills game. 50 million. I mean, that is usually an the NFL. The Taylor effect is the breakout star of the year. Unbelievable, because usually aren't they like around 20 million? Uh-huh. I mean, a it, bigger game is still around 20 million. It was still yeah. around, but to, yeah. to have 30 million. 50, 50, 50 I mean, total. Yeah, yeah, but 30 million extra eyeballs oh, yeah. as a result right, of yeah. this. So today, I think I was skimming some USA Today, and you can buy all of Taylor's outfits now mm-hmm. that she has worn to the games, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's jacket, all these other She's things. She's worn so many cute things. I'm telling you, this woman is gold. And so um, now, you know, the brother, when he took his shirt Jason. off, oh, Jason. Jason, you know, his wife was like um, telling him, you know, maybe you could behave this the first time we're meeting Taylor Swift because he'd never met Taylor Swift. <laughs> right, of course. They live in Philadelphia and she's been at, you know, yeah. her boyfriend's Yeah, games. he's a football player. Just, yeah, of course they hadn't met. So yeah. he's like, 
you're not going to tell me what to do, of course. you know, That's and um, and so he ends up, you know, he wanted to take off his shirt when the tailgating was started with the Buffalo Bills fans. Mm-hmm. And he thought he had great restraint and control and waited till they got into their suite, mm-hmm. which is right there. And you're right in the public people, you know, you're right next to them a row away. And and he said, this is what you do when you have 51 Miller lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was holding those things. Did you 50? see those? Why? They look they look like tiny little barbie. They look like, they look like shot like glasses. Yes, they yeah, look he's like mini cans. Yeah, he's got such a big paw. Yeah, I just thought. This is what you do 51 Miller Lite beers in, and it probably just doesn't even affect. That you know? was the best. That is that's why. a meme that will last forever, yeah, I think him so. doing that, yelling. Yeah. And I guess uh, his daughter was like something about, Daddy, your boobs were showing. Right, right, right. <laughs> yep, yep. What were you going to say, Grant? Well, that's why Jason is just the perfect like Philadelphia player, because he's such a... Just a blue collar. Like when he comes to games, he literally wears not gray sweatpants, but a, 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 a non hard pant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And flip flops. That's oh, yeah. what he wears to every single game. There is this guy wears a Carhartt jacket. That's why you see him outside drinking beers with this shirt off. He's Philadelphia through and through. I just. This the, now this matching that we get him with Taylor Swift is yeah, like it's, it's like we got a new character in the movie. I, I just, know. it's awesome. And what he said is he said, you know, the boys, the brothers have their podcast, um, which I I listened to once and it was just too inside football. I mean, because yeah. they have some fun anecdotes, but yeah. it was just too much for me. Too much football. Um, and I like football, but it's just not my thing. But um, they said that you know maybe um, tailgating uh, should be our retirement plan. Just going to different football games and tailgating. I thought, I don't think anyone would mind that at all. ESPN will be calling. That's a good idea. Get him out with the fans before games. Get him a microphone. Jeez. That'd be a good gig. Okay, we have a full show. When we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough of This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Ann, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal? I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions and it's the idea that now I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life. And if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce, what should their next steps be? Well, I really encourage people to start educating themselves. Start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances. A lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it. Start educating yourself on that to be prepared. It'll also be more cost-effective during the divorce proceeding. Call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oh my gosh, we got so many last year. They were so darling. Yes. yes. So darling and so appreciated. I mean, you want to make someone's heart sing, uh, send a valentine. It's really cute. Those were so cute last year. All right, so we have been talking for several days now about um, the feud the new swans of, what's it called? It's Capote versus, versus the, swan. the swans. And Feud is an anthology series started by Ryan Murphy. And the first season was um, Betty versus Joan. And that's the only one we've had. And that came out like in 2018. Right. And then he was writing and working on so many shows He's finally gotten around to the second because he wants to do like he does with American Horror Stories, different chapters of different famous feuds. I love it. And I just love it. So this this is only the second season. And it was a very dishy. uh, It was excellent. The the Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, because it was Susan Sarandon and Jessica Lange. Yes. And it was kind of uh, epic. And that's an epic Hollywood feud. So this feud is, um, you know, it's basically uh, Truman Capote and, and his relationship with these the high society women in New of York. New York. And they were he dubbed them the swans. And I told you, GMA must have some kind of an exclusive thing yeah. happening because the other day uh, there were a couple of cast members on talking about feud. And it was Naomi Watts and Tom Hollander. And Naomi Watts playing Babe Paley. Tom Hollander playing Truman Capote. Today, sitting down with just George, was Callista Flockhart, who we haven't seen in anything since Allie McBeal, I swear. She kind of had one child and backed off of Hollywood, married to Harrison Ford, and Mm -hmm. we saw him at the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice, and it's just been wonderful. They did the Allie McBeal dance reunion. and So she sat down, and she's playing Lee Radziwill, Jacqueline Kennedy's Sister, sister. Yes. younger sister. We all remember her from Ally McBeal. She's now starring in the new series Feud, Capote versus the Swans. Thank you for coming in. Oh, so looking you. forward to this show. Uh, I remember reading the book that this was based on. What drew you to the script? Oh, so many things. Uh, first of all, I was a huge fan of the first Feud. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. It was amazing. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> and, um, and then just... So I'm a huge fan of Ryan Murphy. I'm a huge fan and friend of John Robin Bates, mm-hmm. otherwise playwright, known as Robbie, yeah. the yeah. playwright, or the, the writer. Mm-hmm. And then all these actresses, it was just kind of dreamy. What a powerhouse. And Naomi, Tom Hollander. Yeah, Naomi Watts, Tom yeah. Hollander, Diane Lane, Chloe Sevigny, Molly Rigmont, Demi Moore. I mean, it doesn't get any better than so that. So packed with talent on the set. It yeah. must have been a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of hard work. It was a little intimidating at first, but... But it ups your game, right? It ups your game. Got to got to rise to the occasion, yeah. And you're also a fan of Truman Capote. I'm a big fan of Truman Capote, so that's another thing. And are we going to have another cut? Yeah, we do have okay. another cut. Okay. And of course, you know, Truman Capote. He wrote in Cold Blood, yes. Breakfast at Tiffany's, yes. and of uh, geez, in the for a period of time there, he was a very regular on the. Late night couch of Johnny Carson and on the afternoon couch with Mike Douglas and Dinah Shore. He was a very larger than life type of personality. And um, okay, so here they're talking about 
Callista playing Lee Radswell. You play Lee Radswell, of course, is the uh, sister of Jackie Kennedy mm-hmm. Onassis. What what should we know about her? She was she was a pretty amazing woman. She she was a New York socialite. She was at the top of her game. She was a fashion icon. She was rich. She was a princess. She yeah. was she was bred to marry well and marry the right man, marry a rich man. Um, I think she lived um, in the shadow of her sister. Hard not to. And so she was a woman who was in search of her own identity for a lot of her life, which she found in various ways. So she was um, she was intelligent. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Oh, and yes. of course, she did marry. That's how the Radziwill name. She married a prince, and of course, she had a son who went on to marry. Carol Radswell, who was a New York housewife, housewife and cousin, first cousin with John Kennedy Jr. And uh, he died of cancer Yeah, when he was like late 40s. Yeah. So Lee did, you know, had that too. And I can't remember if she had a daughter or not, but she, um, when she said that she lived in the shadow of her sister, mm-hmm. I'll just remind you, reaching back into the depths of my gossip mind, Lee dated Aristotle Onassis, Onassis before, before Jackie, Jackie did. I, remember, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna tell you that. Yeah. But look at the gossip the, the, the gossip vault was just unleashed. So the two sisters dating Joey Grazza Day on The Bachelor. You know, it's happened oh, before. It, it has it's happened, happened before. before. Well Callista Flackart, so this feud that we're we're very excited about, it's it's gonna be starting on FX um on January 31st, and there's a lot of publicity for it because there's a lot of great women that we haven't seen act in a long time. Yeah, yet. I mean, and they Grant were, posted the cast had their uh, red black carpet. and white ball, they called it. So it, everyone wore black and white. It was, I mean, they really understood. I mean, they, Demi Moore had a dress with kind of a swan front on it, which I thought was gorgeous. Balmain. Yeah, it's all posted. It's very gorgeous. These women are gorgeous. Yeah, Naomi Watts wore Givenchy, Calista Flock. Hart wore Zuhair Murad, Molly Ringwald worn, wore Rodart, Rodarte, I guess, Diane Lane worn, Christina Ottaviano, and I thought either Callista or Demi Moore looked the best. Yeah. They I just think, looked fantastic. I think Demi Moore looked... They, and, they I'm with do. you, Demi looked fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And, and Naomi's holding hands with her handsome husband, Billy Crudup. And, yeah. Um, it was a really pretty white carpet. I want to say, though, that Callista Flockhart was also asked about, is there going to be a reboot of Alan McBeal? And she said, because there's been some chatter about it, and there's been some chatter about a lot of these old shows, and she says she doesn't know much about it, but it, I would kind of be interested. Yeah, we have it in the in the clip. She oh. just, uh, she, th- that's giving a, a generous... Is it? Spin, yeah. Because that one would be fun. Yeah, she just oh, said, yeah. I think she's living in uh, Boston and I hope she's happy or whatever town yeah. she's from. Yeah, she said, I don't know. You know, so it was kind of... I miss her. I'm excited about seeing her on the yeah. on the TV screen again. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. And I was talking to my friend Kathy. I'm like, you have to see Beautiful, the Carol King musical. It opens at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater on the main stage on March 1st. And she's like... Why do we have to see it? And I said, do you know the story of Carol King, the teen songwriter, and how she becomes the music legend? She said, 
No, I always think of Carol King. I just think she happened when she just started. Right. And I said, no, she is a phenomenal story. And the music is so amazing because Carol King writes 400 songs that are recorded by a thousand artists and a hundred top 10 hits. Her musical partner, Gary Goffin, she wrote with Barry Mann, Cynthia Wilde. You'll know all the songs. It's like Jersey Boy that way. And those people all show up and sing and dance and it's choreographed. It's beautiful. ChanhassenDT.com for your tickets. You're not going to want to miss Beautiful, the Carol Carol King musical. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are we living the Vida Local? I think so. It's hard to be vivaing. I admit, it's amazing how that sun changes your disposition on a day. Uh, I had to walk like a penguin when I left my house It today. was icy this morning. It was. Oh, it was oh, yeah. icy. It was like our, but we haven't had anything bad. No, but bad. it was like, like yeah, you, you couldn't see it. And, and I think that there might have been people falling, getting yes. their yeah. newspapers. Yes, yes, yes. Because you couldn't see it. I and, love that old reference. <laughs> People falling, getting their newspapers. Well, I am still I a newspaper reader. Casey's gone to on all online, but I, I, I gotta like, have the paper. I cut out stuff to bring into you. I know. I or like for me. I like the paper. I like the paper. A okay, lot. so before we get into the Oscars, uh, Barbie, uh, this pop call, this this snub is really turning into a huge pop culture moment. moment. It'll be yeah. But really. I wanted to just, there were some historic great things that the Academy did get right. And Lily Gladstone being the first indigenous yes. actress, actor to, to get it um, nominated, in, to be nominated. Pillars of the Flower Moon. Yeah, and she's in the lead actress category and she's been winning everything. Yay for Sterling, Sterling K. Brown. I looked at his Insta and, you know, he played Randall on This Is Us and he was... Like all the actors, so good on that show. But apparently in American fiction, I was talking to my buddy who saw the movie, and she said he steals the movie in every scene he's in. And he plays Jeffrey Wright's brother's uh, gay brother. This just because American fiction, it's about this guy who writes a book, and I'm just giving a loose sum. He writes a book. Where he kind of now the book becomes popular and he has to try and be that author, be that guy, you know, because it's a book that I don't know. I I have to see it. Everyone I know know. that has seen it. People like this movie a lot. Sterling K. Brown should win an Academy Award just for his abs in this movie. I love it. The scene stealing that he did. So I like that. I'm. 
I'm happy for Danielle Brooks and Divine Joy Randolph, both the color purple and the holdovers. Mm-hmm. Divine is the uh, odds on favor for supporting actress because the holdovers, she plays the cook, Mary, uh, and just. I need to see she, this. I, Everyone this loves movie this. is great. Grant, you saw it, right? No. The oh. Holdovers with oh, Paul Giamatti. Yes, 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 yes. You guys sorry. are both. I've I thought you were talking about the, bo- the boat movie. No, no. no. Holdovers. Yes, yes. That didn't get any love. The boat movie. No. The boys in no. the boat. The boys in the, the boat. boat. Thank you. Uh, but but anyway. So, you know that boat movie. You know, the were, Titanic. There were some <laughs> exciting, you know, nominations. Oh, sure. I don't think Annette Benning and Jodie Foster. Yes, Nyad was a good movie. But it's is it Oscar? Uh, to me, it feels like the Oscars just like they wanted to have those ladies back in, or maybe they watched it because it is a very inspirational movie. But the overlooking of Margot Robbie as best actress is just like mind numbingly. Do you think? Do you think there's a little theory going around that um, she made it look too easy? Is one thing I read. Well, the theory is is that people are kind of going to be so. Are I think people in the Academy are in shock that Greta Gerwig did not get. Because it's a small collection of people because directors are directors. They you know, nominate directors. They nominate directors and, and the whole Academy votes for the best picture. This and is you where Barbie could get redemption where, and win that. Where Barbie could get some redemption. That happened with Ben Affleck and Argo. Argo. He wasn't nominated for director, right. but the movie won. Right. And it has happened. And that could be a back lash that could happen because mm-hmm. people were i mean it was the fact that ryan gosling normally you know when somebody is nominated they get out a statement right away saying how happy they are and you know and honored and blah 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 and for both uh ryan gosling and america fair and i mean ryan gosling had a written statement out saying there's no Ken without Barbie and there's no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, the two people most responsible for this history-making globally celebrated film. No recognition would be possible without their talent and grit. Um, against all at- odds, with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad, and thankfully crotchless dolls, they made us laugh, broke our hearts, pushed the culture, and made history. But he can't release that statement without Warner Brothers saying okay. Oh, and, you know, so the way that this was crafted, I don't think Ryan Gosling's going to perform. I'm just Ken at the Oscars um, unless he's got some kind of surprise. But I don't see him doing it. He knows he's not going to win. Well, and here's the other thing is that people said he shouldn't be punished being Ken because that was a very good role for him because he was of, amazing in I know, that role. But the backlash, you know, mm-hmm. that Ken of course comes through and his song comes through and Barbie gets pushed to the of side. Of course it's yeah, yeah. proving the point of the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh it, it's such a uh Hillary Clinton sent a consolation console consolation note to Greta Gerwig on Twitter. Greta and Margot, well I can sting to win the box office but not take home the gold. Your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Ken enough. <laughs> I love that. And John Stamos. Oh, John Stamos. I don't know that anyone's more mad than John Stamos. He's so cute. I love that it. That is cute. He, he posted a little skit with his wife using the film's dialogue to reimagine a scene between uh, Barbie and Ken. And it was cute and silly. And he said, this movie resonated deeply and grossed over a billion dollars yet in a twist of irony. Both women snubbed by the Academy. We got some emails. Uh, Kim sent us a note. Um, 
I'm 67 years old. Barbie was the best movie I've seen in my life. Would have changed me if I could have seen this when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And then so sad. It really bothers me. Always one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, it, and it, it, it. Um, Margot Robbie got a big thing from the, um, you know, she's very beloved in Australia and she was on a long running soap and she has talked about how one of the reasons why she's good at memorizing dialogue is her time on the soaps. Right, because you have to memorize night after night after night, pages and pages and, and we've pages. heard other people yes, say this to us, but the uh, Victoria Police Department in Australia posted a hilarious message on their Facebook page showing their disgust over the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences failure to nominate Margot for her role in Barbie. And she grew up in uh, Queensland, which isn't even close to Victoria, but um, they put up a big thing. Police investigate as Margot is robbed. Oh, that's now that's hysterical. <laughs> that is They're calling that's it the Margot probe. And, you know, we always like when someone misses a really close shot in bowling we will all I'll, I'll yell real loudly it? i'll go i'm gonna call the hopkins police and report a robbery oh that's <laughs> funny okay i guess that's funny yeah and um so anyway so so maybe you know the the best thing that can happen is barbie wins best picture and you know greta and margie margot get their um Oscar that way because because Margot was producer on the film yeah 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 and um, yeah but people it was kind of all the morning shows reported mm-hmm. on it some of the entertainment people were just like on extra and entertainment tonight the, people were seriously dumbfounded dumbfounded yes. at that and then yes. you know. Uh, Mark Malkin from Variety said, well, you know, Margot Robbie could still get an Oscar for being a producer of the movie. And I'm like, why do the women always get the yeah buts? Oh, there you go. You know, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah, yeah, but well, you can still do that or or something. But uh, they don't usually take too many stances or, you know, right. be too right. overly political or whatever. So, you know, they did show some love for people because there were some really um you know first time nominees yes. that were you know there's some exciting news for them but um yeah i think Ryan Gosling knows he's not going to win best supporting and he hasn't campaigned for it at no, all even though yeah. he's the meme of him at the golden globes when the i'm just ken song won right. he kind of made this face and that is the meme that's being used everywhere for people kind of just going what how does this not? Uh, how does this not get nominated? This is literally the plot of the movie. This may be a dumb question. Yeah, can they ever go back on these things? Can no. they? Can, they no. can't. Once no, it's no. done, it's done. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not yeah. you know, tuned in. It's a very, you know, I just yeah. They can't. So, we can't like do a, a no. Po- you know, there's we no can way. do it with my talkies. I love. There okay. you go. That's right. But mm-hmm. we'll just call this Oscar so sexist this this year. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's just flat out sexism. I, I was telling Julia, there's this great line. Shiv is talking to her brother Roman in Succession, and it's after um, you know their father has spoiler alert has died, and he dies like in the third episode or fourth episode of the fourth season, and she said, you know, Dad could never really get the idea. 
in his head a whole woman who's can do things. Yeah. He can't get the idea in his head. He can't wrap his mind around the idea of a whole right. woman in his head. And it's like that's kind of mm-hmm. what the Directors Guild and even the actors, they can't wrap their minds around the fact that what was what happened there was extraordinary. But when I guess it looked easy. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know. All right. Yeah, TBD. So, maybe Barbie will win, win best, best picture. picture. That would Let's be phenomenal. Because so. she re- and I hope the Victoria Police in Australia continue to investigate the robbery <laughs> of Margot Robbie. So funny! Robbie. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, later in our show, we're going to be giving away a pair of pink tickets. Hang out with us today. We'll be right back. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging with us. Lori and Julia here on MyTalk. You can vote for the MyTalk Awards if you go to MyTalk1071.com. Click on Awards. We have voting through tomorrow night, Thursday night at midnight. And um, we've we've really picked some we've nominated some outstanding candidates. So and we really appreciate yeah. the Lori and Julia. We appreciate votes. your votes. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah, it's it's our time. So we're to beg. Um, hey, last night was what was it? The third part three part and three fa- finale of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And, um, you know, it's kind of amazing to me think because this has been dragged out over three weeks. Their reunion. They're always three weeks, Julia. But are this they was always? A super, yes, they are always. I always thought three they were parts. two. My no. God! And so this is. Think of how long that day is with all those people sitting there, and how many different mood swings. And they we gave have gone extra through. minutes. This was a supersized yes. episode. It was like an hour fifteen minutes to and, the for the drama. And and, he, and I think. Do you agree that this was one of the best seasons for the Housewives of Salt Lake? Or did you like the Gen Star? I mean, of no, your this seasons. was the best. This, this is was... why you got to hand it to Andy. He tried every way he could at that reunion to get those women to, to say they could the forgive villain, Monica. The villain of the year. Yeah, because she brought the eyes. Her name is on everybody's tongues. And she brought, she brought it. The, she brought the drama, but she kind of failed in that last night uh, well, with the yeah. drama. I think she was exhausted from herself. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> Tried to get him because, uh, she, but she's going down as at least a one season wonder for right now. I heard Andy on his radio show this morning okay. say he didn't call it Dorinda's. Um, Dorinda, who's a housewife from New York, went just ballistic when they put her on hiatus. Pause. Pause. On pause. And Andy referred to Monica's um, departure not returning as a cooling off. Okay. So Which, it's not, it's like a soap opera thing. They might have um, been gone missing, well, but they could come back a couple years later. I mean, if if the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City sees the next season is anything as bad as their second season, uh-huh. they'll be calling Monica yeah. Chop Chop Wiki Wiki. She brought it. And she, she just brought it. So what were your, you know, what were the key things about, I mean, Heather, well, Heather Gay? I mean, she absolutely... 
refused to show any remorse for the nastiness in the room as Meredith uh, and her exaggerated speaking this year. And she just did not... Are we talking about Meredith? No, Monica. Monica, To show any remorse for for being one of the people behind this Finsta account called, uh, or fake Instagram called Reality Von Tees, and getting... Caught in a bunch of other lies, but and and just personal to, favorite was the FBI lies. Oh yeah, that she had to drive by Jen Shaw's house because the FBI was asking her to keep eyes uh-huh. on her. And I mean, that was a classic. And when she brought out her burn book, I thought she, I think she thought that she was going to be the big. It, it wasn't good. Um, I think if she, because really the audience knows that you had a bunch of housewives defending a woman who claimed she was innocent, but we could never figure out how she had all this money. And it turns out she'd been scamming the elderly mm-hmm. with a phishing email and mailing scheme for 10 years. And, you know, they defended her, defended her, and defended her. And she was, and then here, Monica is just part of this fake Instagram that's really going after just Jen Shaw. And the ladies are clutching their pearls like it's the crime of the century. But because Monica... Like, even if she'd come in and said, look, you guys, I was part of this thing to try. Told him that at the beginning of the season. She just, she, every, she, she holds back too much information and it all felt contrived and it felt icky and it felt like she, she was manipulating every situation so no one could trust her when the information came out at the end of the season that she was the one that really was responsible exposing this woman and, and, and. You know, she was one of the people yeah. responsible. But the website also did repost other things that perpetuated kind of hate against the other, yeah, the other but, women. Yeah, but, but it's real mild. I went back through that reality. Let's Vontese. get to the big one. Yeah, the black eye, the black Heather eye. Heather Gay's black eye and her and confession last night. Okay. Okay, so this was the fact that the producers got to write white words on a black screen as they went back to April 9th, 2022 mm-hmm. on a girl's trip to San Diego. Heather Gay woke up with a black eye. Crews were not shooting at the time of the incident. And Heather, you know, that was two years ago. And she just said, well, honestly, it was a lot of drinking. And she, I don't really remember. I don't really remember. And then she said maybe someone on the crew assaulted her and maybe she fell into a door she lied on her book tour she lied and lied and lied yes. and andy is like how is this any different than monica than what like, monica right. has done and um heather couldn't really answer answer that and then they showed what you know footage that the producers had mm-hmm. of Jen Shaw coming in the next day, and man, that is a lady who looks completely different without makeup she on. She really does. Whoa. What whoa. did you did you when, think? But they were talking about the black eye, but very muffled. Uh, Heather's no hero. I and I'm not saying that she is, but I also um found her very compelling. I found her being afraid of this woman, Jen Shaw, believable because I I think that she was a scare. I yeah, yeah. for me, I totally believed all that. Yeah, no, I, I and so I did but too. for lying for two years, it was And something. Jen's been in prison for a year. So it was just people were pushing back on social media about it. But you I know, saw Heather. it go both ways. Yeah, it yeah. did. And and Andy wasn't too happy with her that she he said, you know, you really caused a lot of problems uh with 
investigations here. Yes, extra money. You covered an assault. You covered a crime. We, we have a woman in studio with us that doesn't watch the show, and I'm just watching her head Yeah, bobble. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, so you're asking everyone for grace, but this Monica can't get any grace, and Heather kind of did look chagrined. She, yeah. And then she showed up at Watch What Happens Live in the Clubhouse with a whole new face. And I think it wasn't a new face. I think she lost a lot of weight. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the hope when you get a whole new face, is that I, you've lost a lot of... I, oh, me, I've just lost a lot of weight. She looked fantastic, that is whatever whole, it was. There's a whole new face. She's got a new nose and new She looked chin. fantastic. Not... Didn't really look like her at first. You're like, whoa. I And my first thing was, oh, she lost weight. So I think, you know, if you don't watch these housewives, you probably are wondering what I'm talking about. But but in, in relationships with people, I think the big lesson for these guys is Monica wanted to be part of this group really, really, really bad. And, and her backstory is really sad. And but she really kind of she wanted to be part of this group so bad and but manipulated she went about it all. She went about, it, but she manipulated. Mm-hmm. She applied wrong. She lied about everything she did every step of the way. And she, and she argued she, with Andy that everyone at in production knew, knew. that she was reality von teasing. He goes, "We would not have cast you, right?" And so she just kept lying. But yeah. I think it could have been forgiven. She could have helped herself out, but she just never. We'll see what the ratings are for that because they had their best ratings. I know, and and Kevin Hart even did Heather Gay's monologue a couple nights ago when he came out when he was the only guest. It was, I believe it was like a last Friday night. Maybe the Friday before. Receipts! Timelines! And acted out this yeah. probably two and a half minute dialogue right. of Heather Gay. It was hysterical. I mean, she's gotten a lot of publicity. So of these women. And but Jennifer Lawrence reenacted a scene, right. that same scene on the red carpet at the Golden Globes. I mean, Salt Lake City is having a moment and I it was is. shocked to hear... Andy said they'd never were going because we always wonder when are they going to have a Real Housewives of Minneapolis right, and they right, tried right, Dallas right, right. and you know you wonder Chicago could that the be make someone when a guest last night said that's a mess oh that show is a hot yeah. mess and but the re they went to Salt Lake City because the producers were told about Mary Cosby, Cosby. is that you, what started it that's what started you have to meet this woman Mary she and her husband have this church. It's just wild. You'll be surprised. She was her step-grandfather. She married her step-grandfather, mm-hmm. yes. Um, very strange. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how Real Housewives of Salt Lake City got I started. Because they were, they liked Mary. And Mary's like, oh, I can introduce you to some other people. So it was really the first, like, organic housewife show that started. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a good mm-hmm. little tidbit. Yeah. And Mary, we don't know if she'll be back either. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on her mood. Anyway, if you want some entertainment, I would watch this season of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. It was good entertainment. It really was. And and at the end of the day, we'll see if they can maintain it without Monica.